0: And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2 double C. Luke Smith from Envision Financial, good afternoon. Good
1: afternoon, how are you going?
0: Nobody would know that we'd been away because last Friday oh, was no. Good Friday, but yeah. you and I both took some time off.
1: Yeah, well we get, I think we get what, we get Easter Friday off and yep. we get Christmas weekend off, otherwise we're, you know, well, 50 no, weeks I, of the
0: year. I usually take a few more days than that. Yeah,
1: you get a few more <laughs> you, than me. You, but You
0: yeah. have to put up with substitute presenters from time to no, time. That's okay, yeah.
1: we muddle our way through. <laughs> How's the book? Great. Look, book's going great. Um, still number two on Amazon in our category. And um, I was told in the week that Booktopia have had to uh, restock their supplies. Um, a couple of the bookstores have uh, completely out. So, yeah, look, the the feedback and, and the information we've been getting has been great. People reaching out. I've had people coming in, bringing it to appointments. And, you know, it's a little silly sort of, here, can you mm-hmm. sign my book? That's, oh, nice. that's still a little sort of, yeah. you know out there for me but look it's it's great and uh, the the best thing is i've had some people say that you know i I bought it for me but my kids have grabbed it and um i can't get it off them so you know it was written for all stages of life and if people can get some real value out of it that's awesome
0: fantastic and for people who might have been living under a rock for the past (laughs) month the book is called smart money strategy
1: correct yeah the ultimate guide to financial planning so it's it's yeah, as I say, we, we laugh and there's 370 pages in there, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think it started off. Well, was not my intention to make it that big, but the more information and more strategy you start stuffing into something, the more value people can get from yeah. having a read. So it's awesome,
0: and it is packed full of information. So smart money strategy available at uh, all good bookstores, which basically means Dimmicks.
1: Dimix, Harry Hart, CBD, Amazon, Booktopia you can get it just about anywhere.
0: Fantastic stuff. Meanwhile, today we have a fresh new topic to discuss. Now, this one sounds a little bit dry, but for people directly affected, uh, they might find a few surprising pieces of information Mm. today. We're talking today about how to maximise tax savings if you're a member of a defined benefit fund. Now, Mm. if you're not a member of a defined benefit fund, you're probably scratching your head going, what's that about? But if you are a member, you'll know very well what that's about.
1: Exactly, and that really primarily is is just trying to make sure that leading into 30 June, members of CSS, PSS, DFRDB and MSBS, so CSS and PSS, the two defined benefit government funds, MSBS, DFRDB, the two military options. Okay. So they're both very similar, um, just different acronyms.
0: Okay, so these are retirement funds or superannuation funds that are for people that are effectively Commonwealth employees. Correct. So how do they differ from the funds that the rest of us have?
1: That's right. So the the membership in these four funds, as the members would know, the benefit that you accrue is calculated using a specific formula when you reach your retirement age, which is different to a standard accumulation fund where you put in $10,000, your employer puts in some money and they pay the tax along the journey and you have an amount of money that you can invest. These funds are very different because in a lot of instances, the employer doesn't make a contribution – and they reflect the effective contribution through what's called an accrued benefit multiple. So there's a specific formula that is worked out when you retire from these funds. What I want to touch on today with 30 June coming up quick and fast is just to demystify or make sure that everybody in these funds knows that they can make personal deductible contributions and maximise their tax deductions up to the concessional limit, how they can do it, what they need to consider, and, and reasons why they would think about you know, knocking this out before 30 June.
0: Okay, well let's start at the beginning. How can people who are members of defined benefit funds actually reduce their taxable income?
1: Yeah, so as a member of those four funds, you make a contribution to the fund, and let's use PSS as an example. You can make a 2% contribution to that fund or a 10% contribution to that fund. You make that choice and that money goes in on an after-tax basis. So you'd earn your wages, And you look at your pay slip and you go, I earned this, they taxed me on that, and I made a 10% contribution of X, and that goes in from after-tax money. Now, as a PSS member, and this applies to all of these four funds, the respective fund that you're in will report an amount of money to the ATO that is assessed against your concessional contribution cap. That's $27,500, and it's the most you can put into super and claim a tax deduction. Now, a lot of people come in and they say, I'm doing everything I can, I'm making a 10% contribution, it's great, and it is great. However, I then say to them, would you like to lower your taxable income? Oh, but I can't put any more money into super. So talking about it today is just to demystify that, to say, yes, you can, and here's how you do it. You ring up your respective fund, call up the PSS, or you log in if you're internet-minded, and... For those that log into the PSS, for example, you can go to the IS Estimator page, which is where they can estimate your benefits. And they have a hyperlink about two below the IS Estimator section, and it says Concessional Cap Space, and that will give you what the respective fund has recorded against your limit of twenty-seven thousand five hundred. Let's say it's ten grand. That would mean you have seventeen thousand five hundred dollars of available space for you to make a deductible contribution to another fund, and I stress another fund. You cannot, under the rules of these defined benefit funds, make a personal contribution and claim a tax deduction. So you will need to go to fund A, fund B, fund C, fund G, wherever you want to go.
0: So in other words, what happens is you've got your PSS fund, for Mm -hmm. sake of argument, And if you want to make additional contributions, the rules won't let you put it in that fund. Correct. But you can have a second fund. Correct. With another provider. Correct. Which is basically the same as the funds that the rest of us have.
1: 100%. And what you need to do is you say to your respective fund, whatever the acronym is, how much are you telling the ATO I've used being a member of this fund? And they'll say 10 grand. And it's actually on your annual statement. For PSS members and CSS members, if you get a PSS statement from last year, flip to about the fourth page. At the bottom of about the fourth page, it says concessional contribution cap assessment, and it will say what they are recording. All you do is take that off, $27,500. Now, I say the last year's statement. The number can change, and it's set on the 1st of July each year. Call your fund or log in, get this year's number then you can say, right, leading into 30 June, how can I maximise my deductions? If you've got $17,000 of space, you might want to furiously start salary sacrificing to another fund. You might want to furiously start throwing in personal contributions from savings. You might want to start um, drawing money out of an offset account on your house and making a personal contribution. When you use your own money going into super and you want to claim a tax deduction, as we've touched on in previous shows, you must lodge what's called a notice of intent. And that says to fund ABC, hey, I've put in $17,500. I wanna claim $17,500 of tax, please. That will tell the fund that you've used outside of your defined benefit fund, please pay 15% tax on this because I'm claiming a tax deduction. And then the fund will write back to you like they do for all deductible contributions and say, thanks, Leon, we're gonna assess that appropriately. And then you give that to your accountant And then the super fund's tax return and your tax return meet up in ATO heaven and you get your tax deduction. So don't think that just because you're maxing out your respective contributions to your defined benefit fund that you're doing all that you can. You can actually make contributions to another fund and accelerate what you put in this year. You can also use the catch-up rules provided that your superannuation balance is less than $500,000 at 30 June of the year prior. You may be able to look back and say, well, I didn't use it last year or the year before. This year I'll put in $40,000 and I'll claim 100% of that as a tax deduction. Check your numbers, contact the fund, make sure you've met all of the regulatory requirements to take advantage of those catch-up contributions, which we've touched on in previous shows so that you can you can maximise what's happened this year and in in future financial years as well.
0: Now, we've been using the PSS defined benefit fund as an example here, yep. but the same information is valid also for the other funds that we're talking about here, The all of the defined 100%. benefit funds.
1: 100%. Okay. You can ring your respective fund or go and log in and they will tell you what you have recorded against your $27,500 limit this year and if you've got last year's statement, just be mindful that the number could change. You may have had a pay rise, a range of other things could have occurred. Just check what your number is for this year. It's a fixed number. It generally doesn't change. Yeah. So you can call up and say, hey, what is it this year? It's $10,000. Okay, I've got 17500 of space. If you're new to those funds or you haven't had a significant amount of contributory membership, if your balance is less than $500,000, you could use the catch-up contributions and say, well, I could also go back and do what I missed out on in 21, 20 2019. You could effectively, depending on your space, throw $50,000 into super this year and claim a $50,000 tax deduction where you've met all of your requirements and you have the room under the legislation, so it's it's a really really powerful way to pay fifteen percent tax, not um, a lot more at your marginal tax rate.
0: Indeed. So, what should people consider when they want to lower their taxable income while they're in a defined benefit fund?
1: Yeah. So, one, check and make sure you've got the room. Two, open a fund well before thirty June. This isn't the sort of thing you want to be doing on the twenty seventh of June, because money must be in and cleared with the new fund prior to thirty June. I generally say to people, be making your contribution on the 1st of June. That way you've allowed for some, some some, fun and games from an admin perspective a couple of weekends because a couple of years ago, we had 30 June be on a weekend and people made a contribution on a Friday mm-hmm. and it actually landed on the Monday on the 1st of July and they missed out. So yep. do it nice and early. It avoids tears. Check and see where you're going to get the money from. So am I doing it from personal savings? Am I about to sell an asset? Do I have capital gains tax on the sale of an investment property that I would like to reduce the, the tax liability on? Do I have that cap space that I could fund out of an offset account, for example? Um, if you have a spouse that may be over 60 and you don't have the money that's freely available, think about using a transition to retirement pension in your spouse's name. Make a payment now, have that money, then use that to make a contribution to your superannuation so that you can get a tax deduction. And all you're doing is really taking tax-free money out of your spouse's super, putting it back into yours, getting a tax deduction, and just transferring the value from one to another. So there are lots of ways for you to be able to fund that contribution. Think and be proactive about where the money's going to come from. If you need to ring your mum and borrow some money from your mum, that's fine too. No problems. Um, But be proactive. Make sure you don't exceed the limit. So don't guess how much space you have. Check and make sure that's accurate because there are penalties if you go over it. Make sure you check and see what your total super balance was at 30 June last year. If you're going to use the catch-up rules, make sure you're under $500,000 at the 30 June of the year prior. Um, You may or may not be able to use it, so check. And then also make sure that you do lodge your paperwork. I can't stress enough, the only must I ever say you must do, you must lodge a Notice of Intent. No form no deduction. They're your tiers, not anybody else's. So put your money in, then write to the fund. I'm going to claim X because I put in X. The fund will write back to you and say, thank you, Leon. We've we've assessed it correctly. We will remit that tax for you. No form, no deduction. You'd be amazed how many people do the great work of being prepared, get the money, put it in, forget to put the notice of, of, of intent in go to claim a tax deduction, tell their accountant, oh, I put $17,000 in, where's your notice? What notice? Whose notice? My notice? Your notice? It's, it's one of those must, must, must. Money in first, form in second. I had an example the other week where the person put the form in before they put the money in. And the fund wrote them and said, sorry, we can't claim a tax deduction because that doesn't work. And they were very upset about it. Um, and when I asked when they put the money in, they went, oh... Does that go first? Right. So make sure you get the order correct. Um, and also don't don't assume that you can't do these things. Check and ask. I won't have any space. I earn this much. I won't have any room. You might for the sake of one phone call, if it saved you $3,000. Is one phone call worth $3,000? I think it is. Well, so,
0: ask your lawyer. He says it is. Well, exactly right.
1: <laughs> He'll be pumped about six minutes. Um, but, yeah, don't don't assume that you can't do it. Make sure you lodge the appropriate paperwork. Be proactive now and start looking for the money well before 30 June. Open up a fund with lots of time and preparation and you can pick any fund you want. Um, It's not about what fund you use. It's about getting it into the superannuation environment so that you can get an income tax benefit. But I really want CSS, PSS... DFIDB and MSBS members to know that just making a contribution to that fund is not all you can do to maximise your tax position.
0: Today we're talking about how to maximise your tax savings if you are a member of a defined benefit fund. So Luke, it's time to tell me what are the key Hmm. things for people to remember when it comes to defined benefits and saving on your tax.
1: So number one, check your cap space with your fund. You can call them up or you can go online. They will, they will clearly articulate to you what they are recording against your limit of $27,500. Make a contribution up to the limit. Do not exceed it. Make sure that you do it well before 30 June because funds must be cleared in the new fund well before the end of the financial year. You must use another fund. You can't make this type of contribution, be it salary sacrifice or a personal deductible contribution with your own money. You can't put it into those defined benefit funds. It's just because it's not that we don't want you to, it's just that under the rules of the fund, you can't. So open up a new fund, make your contribution, lodge your notice of intent, okay? Then wait for the fund to come back to you and say, okay, A, B and C, we're going to claim this for you, no problems. Um, And just ask the question. I guess all I wanted to raise today with people in those funds is don't assume you're doing all that you can because of late, I've had time and time again where someone's gone, I do 10%, that's all I can do. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. I want you to be aware that there are options for you. I want you to be aware of the rules um, and be proactive. 30 June is racing up. Um, so open a fund with plenty of time. It doesn't matter where you open it. Go and find one that you like. It doesn't matter what it goes in. Pick a, uh, an investment option that's right for you. The act of getting it in and lowering your taxable income is the benefit not what it goes into. You can worry about that later. Get the money in, do it proactively, know what your space is in relation to the limit. And if you want to extend that, then look and see if you have any room under the total, uh, under the super balance of $500,000, if you're there, consider using the catch-up space that you may have from the 2019 financial year onwards if you really want to leverage this and get a massive tax saving because then what will happen is you'll get a massive refund. Then you throw the money back in your offset account and around the mulberry bush we go. So do a little bit more a little bit sooner and you can benefit from tax savings each year whilst you remain in those funds leading into retirement.
0: Yeah, and I guess there's uh, a temptation for some people to think, oh, I'm a member of one of these defined benefit funds, and it just never occurs to them that they can actually open yeah. up a second fund.
1: Yeah, and that's why I guess that's the only reason I'm raising that today is I just want people to be aware that you can do this because if you're listening to somebody at work and they may not have all the facts, don't assume that what you're being told is correct. Ask the question, know what's available and that's why I I keep banging on about this because I'm I'm tired of people not knowing and missing out on really good opportunities to, to, to have good tax savings and build super away from the four wonderful funds and they're wonderful funds, they're great, we're not saying anything bad about them, they are lovely in their own right but we can make super even a little bit more enjoyable because everybody loves a tax saving and everybody loves a refund at 1 July when you lodge your tax return.
0: Indeed they do. So Luke, where can listeners get more information?
1: Yeah, so office number 6260 4749 envisionfinancial.com.au online. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where we've got all of the radio shows. You can watch them on your phone. We've got The Strategy Stacker on TikTok and obviously we've got the book, Smart Money's Your Strategy, Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Planning, which you can get at Amazon, Booktopia, Dimix, QBD, Harry Harthog, and just about any other good bookstore. So-
0: yes, indeed. Smart Money Strategy, Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Planning, available in all those good bookstores or online with uh, Amazon and uh, Booktopia. Mm. Uh, and Luke, I believe you'll be back in the studio again next Friday afternoon Certainly once again. will. We'll do the best we can to uh, nail down another thrilling and exciting edition of Financial Matters where we'll address another riveting financial (laughs) matters topic.
1: Let's have a crack at it.
0: (laughs) Well, look, you know, try to make it interesting, informative, and entertaining if we can. We'll talk to you then.
1: See you then, mate. Cheers.
0: Luke Smith from Envision Financial back again next week.